Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey guys, so I want to quickly review when people talk about previewing the course for a road race and looking for opportunities to attack or someone just in an email made a comment about looking, I'm watching an old race video to see where there are points in the race where I could take advantage of the course. Now, I want to preface this with, yes, I think course research is a good thing. I also think that a lot of people hyper-focus on the course. Now, take this as a grain of salt because I'm definitely someone who does not research enough sometimes. But mostly, I mean, okay, you want to know the obvious things, right? Where is there a climb? What is the climb like? How long is it? What's a KOM time? Like, what's it going to be around if people are full gassing it? The thing is, though, people focus on this as the only times that the race is going to get animated, and that is not a bike race. Someone might take off at the gun. Someone might go with them. Three people might go up the road. If you're already thinking, okay, so that climbs at what, mile seven? Mile, you're, you're missing the point of the bike race. I'm going to give you a really good example too in case you're like, this is BS. This is, not, this is not true. This doesn't work. So Bristol Mountain Road Race, Ryan Roth shows up from Silver Pro Cycling. This is 20, I can't remember. And we are all thinking, oh, damn, Ryan's here. He was just coming back from injury, though, so it wasn't as if he could just ride away from everybody. And we had numbers. And the long story short of this race is, if you look at a Bristol Mountain Road race, it's a, what is it? The way they used to run it, it's maybe a 10, 12, 15-minute climb. And then it was like a couple of rollers on the backside and then a little downhill. Then you take a right and a right. And in two minutes, you're back on the climb. Then you're going to do this 12-minute climb, take a right, do the rollers, da-da-da. So the laps are maybe, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes. So what's everybody obviously going to wait for? The climb. Everybody's going to be super nervous when a pro shows up. So I'm starting to think, how can I get away from this dude? It's probably not on the climb. Maybe it's after the climb. But if it's right after we have that downhill, that like when you think through the course this way, what's the last thing I said before 
the climb. There's a right-hand turn, you take another right-hand turn, and then it's two minutes, and you're on the climb. And I'm like, you know, that two turns before the climb, I'm freaking attacking there. And we went around the course, and it was a weird right-hand turn. It, it was, you come down, you go through the rollers, you go down the downhill, and it slopes up just ever so slightly, maybe 3 4%, and then it's onto a main road. Big momentum killer. So I figure, here's my game plan. I'm going to attack. Maybe people come with me, like two, three, four, five guys. Great. I don't want to go by myself. But worst case, if everybody comes, I can quickly pull the plug and recover before we hit the climb. So if somebody does attack on the climb, which they most likely will, I won't get shelled. Well, lo and behold, I attack. Uh, I can't remember this guy's last name. Brad from Toronto Hustle, the guy that runs the team. He came with me, somebody else. We smash after the right-hand turn. We smash through the right-hand turn, and we get on the climb, and I just start to set a hearty pace thinking, let's, let's get as much of a gap as possible and see who bridges up on the climb. Well, of course, instantly people look, and the people that were thinking of waiting for the climb, they're thrown off a little bit, like, wait a minute, you're attacking five minutes before the climb? That's not supposed to happen. The other people then, Ryan Roth doesn't come immediately because if he goes, everyone's going to go. So he's not going to close the gap for everyone, but everyone looks at him because he's the pro. Within that couple 20 seconds of people looking who's what, what's going on, you know, everybody, you just kind of catch them off guard a little bit. We're now, we're 20 seconds, we're already in a pace line. We're hammering up the road. Man, we got up over that climb. I think we had 30 seconds. We came screaming down the, the hill, round and round we go, and I said, I'm putting in, I can't remember how many laps we did, so I think it was either the first two or the first three, just we are hammering this climb. We were never seen again, and I actually won that race, and it just goes to show that someone stronger on paper someone you know you know everyone that's gonna come and look at the course is thinking it's just it's just a climb it's just the climb it's not just the climb there's a lot of places to get away and always remember out of sight out of mind if you are pennsylvania used to be the best for this there would be these road races that would have these little sneaky rollers and they would there would be like a 30 second just surge that if you went totally anaerobic from the bottom to the top and then got in a group of eight guys, you were gone because you would be just ripping, you know, 28, 30 miles an hour, even if it went flat around these, like through these corners, these little twists and turns. If, if you ever race in Pennsylvania and you can, I don't know what's still going on there, but like Tour of Ephrata and gosh, what a, uh, man, that ice cream place. It's not that good of a, it, the race is good, but it's not as twisty turning as some of these other ones. Used to love racing in Pennsylvania. Really dynamic road racing. But there was no crazy features. It was all when did you go. So just remember, it's not just the big feature that's going to decide the race. And most of the times, it maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe it's not most of the time. But if you're sneaky enough, outsmart the people that are overly focused on the course. Sorry, this was a little bit of story time and a little bit of a tip. The end.